0: Beer Marketing Awards, Marketing on Tap Podcast. This is episode 13, and we are sponsored by the EGC Group, your CBMA's co-founders and your podcast co-hosts, Jim McCune and Jackie DeBella. Hey. So we are very excited that the 2022 CBMAs uh, will be ready in just a few weeks. Uh, It's actually a month early this year because we're trying to be live for September 9th. Uh, Jackie mentioned on our last podcast that the CBMA's team will be heading out to the Craft Brewers Conference in Denver, and that's September 9th through the 12th, and our booth is located at the New Exhibitors Pavilion, and our booth number actually is NE11. And we mentioned that we'll be running a deep early bird discount for anyone that want to stop by. It only takes a couple of minutes to register and then you could finish your entry anytime uh, before the deadline, which is like January.
1: It's the end of January. Yeah. And if you guys are attending CBC, uh, make sure to attend our marketing trends and predictions for 2022. Uh, we're hosting a seminar, which is awesome. It's Saturday, September 11th from 10 15 in the morning to 11 15. We'll be in room 104, um, so make sure to definitely look for us. We have an incredible panel of beer marketing, branding, and logistics experts that are going to be joining us from our partners, Hillebrand, uh, EGC Group, and what's really cool, uh, we have Chloe Kay from the New York State Brewers Association on the panel as well. Um, So we'll all be there talking about trends and predictions and to answer any of your questions.
0: Today, we're excited to welcome to the CBMA's Marketing on Tap podcast. All the way from Charm City, a.k.a. Baltimore, Maryland. Nick Fertig, co-owner of Full Tilt Brewing.
2: Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me.
0: Definitely welcome. Check them out at fulltiltbrewing.com. Very cool vibe that you guys got going here. Uh, It only took a few seconds to check off all my boxes. You got uh, cool beer labels, ice-cold flights,
2: live music, looks like banging food. And
1: kittens. <laughs> you had me at kittens. Yeah, that's
2: a new one. Uh, we had fun with that with uh, uh, Zane Lamprey, actually, who was the man of the year last year. Um, we, he has his company, Adventure. And uh, we did a collaboration beer with him um, called Snowcat IPA. And there's that's a local awesome. nonprofit called Barks. Um, and they brought the kittens in one day for a little photo shoot. And we're actually doing it again, uh, something similar but different with Barks again. We're doing a yoga class coming up and they're bringing in uh, kittens for a kitten yoga class.
1: That's awesome, Nick. Uh, Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? We'll start there um, and then Full Tilt Brewing and a little about the Baltimore craft brew scene and what you guys have going on down there.
2: Yeah, great. Uh, Yeah, Again, thanks for having me. Uh, My name is Nick and I'm one of the two owners of Full Tilt Brewing. Uh, The other owner is Dan. He is my first cousin. Um, Basically been best friends our entire lives. Um, Out of high school, Um, I went into the Navy, Dan went into, um, Towson for business school. Towson is now 10 minutes North of where our brewery is. So very local. And, you know, we, we did our own thing for a few years. And when I came back from the Navy, we did one of the things that everybody does that gets into the brewing. And we bought one of the little kits off of eBay. Um, and the first batch we did on my stove and Glen Burnie turned out great. We got addicted almost immediately. We're brewing every single week, um, for over a year, we ended up building our own ethyl system we found off of zimmergy and uh, made some edits to it, made it our own, and and had to put it in some guy's garage, one of our buddies. And then one thing led to another, and um, there was a, a, you know, well, I'll take a step back. I guess you know we always, you know, while we're drinking, of course, are talking about what if, you know, what if we made it big, but we never really had any plans to do so. Uh, we just middle class families, no money, really, no rich uncles, and no professional brewing experience. We had other jobs and just doing this on the side. But then we got in touch. Okay. Yeah. So we, we were talking about, all right, what if we did this? What, where would we start? What would we, what would we be called at that time? Maryland and the East coast, I feel like in large part was very behind the West coast and in like Colorado and California in terms of craft beer. Um, so tap handles on the East coast were a big thing. The tap handles helped really sell a brand that now fast forward on about 10 years later, Tap handles don't matter as much. The, the, the consumer here is educated more now. They know what brand they're looking for. They they less want to look for a tap handle. They more want to read a menu and hear about the beer or read about the beer. But anyway, um, looking, we're like, all right, what's our tap handle going to look like? And we reached out to a local uh, woodworking um, company who had done tap handles for a, a brand called Raven Beer. Um, Steven Demchek, owner of Raven Beer at the time, um, it's sold now but that's a whole different story. Um, he was building a contract brewing situation. Uh, so um, it was going to be easy. I wouldn't say easy, but easier entry into the industry than if we were to build our own. You know, they they provide all the equipment, all the staff. We just provide our recipes and they brew it for us. So um, that's kind of, that's how we got into the industry. You know, we, we gave them the recipe for our Baltimore Pale Ale, which was the first beer that we did, um, followed up by Fleet Street Raspberry Wheat, pump Patterson pumpkin, which we're bringing back this year. And then the big thing that really put us on the map was a beer called burger cookie chocolate stout. And it's a very hyper local product in Baltimore. Um, Yeah. It's not really even in in the rest of Maryland. It's really just in Baltimore and it's this fudge cookie on a short uh, fudge drizzled on a shortbread cookie. And we turned that into a beer and it was, it was just nuts. Um, So then, you know, that was back in 2018 when we did the Baltimore pale ale and then uh, the whole time, Dan and I are still working our full time jobs. Um, just you know, contract brewing. There's no real. There's no money in that. You're really just making enough money to make the next batch of beer. Um, so we're looking for our own location so we can finally take you know the big step and and uh, you know do our own thing outside of the you know control of a contract fa- facility. It, it Peabody Peabody Heights Brewing is where the, the place where we contract, and it was it was great to get us going. But you you have to work within the constraints of their timelines, their schedules, their equipment limitations, and their, their brewer's abilities. Um, so finally in 2018, December, um, we open up our, our new location where we are located now and we're brewing hundred percent of our product. We're not contract brewing anything anymore. And, uh, it's in the Govins neighborhood of Baltimore. Um, uh, it's North Baltimore. It's just 10 minutes south of Towson on New York road. Um, And uh, yeah, we've been rocking, you know, the first year was our first year, which is tough kind of anywhere, I think.
0: It's such a crazy story, though, because it's like, all right, two dudes, they love beer. They already have full-time jobs, but they decide they're going to start a brewery and they learn everything from scratch and they make these great beer recipes and then scale them up and then you contract brew and then you find your own place and then you head right into the pandemic, I'm thinking, at this time,
2: my goodness, yeah. So, yeah, the first year, we're still trying to figure out our stuff. And then, of course, you know, so we we start off the second year, 2020, strong. We did this collaboration with the band All Time Low. Um, they're actually local to Baltimore. And it's, we got connected with them a few years back, friends of friends. And so we had a, a beer collaboration. Uh, the beer was called Beer Maria. It was a Blondale. And they played a concert at our brewery, which was just insane. And things were looking up in 2020. And then all of a sudden the rest of 2020 happened and, and you know how that story goes essentially. So, yeah, so we, you know, coming into 2021, we didn't really catch a break, honestly, at the end of the year, into the beginning of the year, our our mayor shut us down more than the rest of the state. Um, So people were, uh, that that wanted to go out, were just going to other places, you know, we're, we're one mile away from the next county. So people were just going there. So, we, you know, we're just trying to struggle through um, the, this like the rest of the world. I'm not trying to put a pity party on and say we're, you know, harder off than anybody else because a lot of people have a lot of people have it worse than we do. Um, but, yeah, we're, just, we're really just trying to figure it out, you know. And then we roll right into summer in Baltimore and in, in, in our in our neighborhood. Um, a lot of people are on vacation right now. That all being said, um, we're on the very tail end of summer. Fortunately, unfortunately, you know, personally, I like summer myself, but for business is a little tough. And we are rolling right back into another concert with All Time Low. Um, we're doing a two beers this time. We're bringing back the Beer Maria Blonde Ale. And we're doing a Summer Haze uh, Hazy Pale Ale with them on uh, the concerts, August 29th. And uh, really excited for that. It's going to be, a, it's gonna be a right, cool. Coming right yeah. up.
0: That's that's great. I wish we could be there.
2: Yeah, it's, it's going to be cool. Real excited. We just put the tickets on sale yesterday. They It broke Eventbrite. Um, for a second, it took a, a little while for it to get back up and running. <laughs> We're awesome. gonna be, for those that aren't able to, uh, weren't able to grab tickets, we actually are going to have walk ups available, um, but that will still it's still very limited. We have a relatively big tap room, but it's still for a concert venue for a band like All Time Low. It's it's very small, so there's there's going to be some people that can't get in. That being said, we are having a pre party on both Friday and Saturday prior to the concert. Where we're going to have pop punk music, live music. Um, we're going to have it on the on the house speakers between the live music, and we're going to be giving away at uh, uh, three, seven, and eleven, both Friday and Saturday, pairs of two pairs of uh, ticket, or sorry, a pair each, you know, hour or whatever, um, free entry into the concert. So there is still a way to get into the concert.
1: So Nick, Tilt Brewing crushed it this year. Um, you guys took home a gold crushy for coolest tap rooms, which is one of our toughest categories to win um, in the beer marketing wildcards. Uh, that became super popular this year. Uh, for those listening, if you want to see all the amazing work and the other award-winning submissions, make sure to check out the craftbeermarketingaward.com and visit our 2021 Winners Gallery. It's super easy to see the work. And it's actually really awesome just to look through. Um, everybody's doing some cool stuff.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we're super excited to, uh, you know, even have the opportunity to submit and then to be picked as, as one of the gold winners was awesome. For like the, the trophy just came in like a week, week and a half ago or so, and that thing is substantial. I didn't, <laughs> the thing is awesome by itself, and I, I can't wait to take more pictures with it and show it off. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, I, I, you know, there was a lot of. Um, really good submissions in there and a lot of really cool tap rooms a lot of people are doing some really awesome things um so the fact that we were we were chosen as one of the winners was was incredible um and i, I do think we have something cool going on uh at full till we have i mean we got kind of everything that you're looking for um we have this big 40 foot uh, mural of our hopsa cat mascot who was uh, there's a backstory behind that he was he was my my cat at one point and we he's no longer with us so we decided to memorialize him with this Hops of Cat IPA a few years back. Oh, I love that. And yeah, well, so it also turned into this, this big thing. It was one of our best sellers. At the time, it was our best seller. And we started a whole comic book series about his adventures. And uh, so we, he now has allies and enemies. And so we had a, a, a couple artists, three artists um, tag team on this mural. But anyway, so that's there. We have live music every Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Uh, we have our own kitchen. Um, so, right now, we're, we're putting out wings, fries, tacos, um, and some sliders. Uh, we're actually starting this weekend. We're rolling out a whole new menu, bringing back some of our favorites. So, wing fri- wings, fries, and tacos are staying, but we're also introducing sandwiches, and salads, and appetizers, uh, things like that. Uh, there's a cheesecake uh, egg roll, or cheese steak egg roll, I should say as one of them. I was about would to say,
1: cheesecake Egg roll. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it might that might be kind of gross. I, I don't know if we should try that. It would be great. But the cheese steak egg roll is pretty delightful. Uh, so we have that. Uh, we have TVs all over the place. So football season is great. Uh, baseball season would be great, except we're in Baltimore and the Orioles are well, they're the Orioles. So there's not a whole lot of people watching those these days. Um, hopefully that turns around soon. But it's just cool. Our, bar, our bartenders are fantastic. They're some of the, they are very knowledgeable. Some of the nicest people you'll meet. Uh, we have a slushy machine. So right now we have on the Nick Spritz Ocean Water Seltzer, and then, now it's Ocean Water because of uh, if you guys are familiar with Sonic, the fast food chain, they have an Ocean Water, which is basically blue, um, lemon lime coconut.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So we
2: made a seltzer out of that. So we have it on the slushy machine, and we also just released some new. Uh, one of our, um, um, series of beers is called Dan's jams series. We'll do either fruited sour or candy. And, uh, this, this one in particular we put on the slushy machine is a rocket pop. So, you know, the red, white, and blue popsicle, we put it, we put some ice cream powder and put it in the slushy machine. So it's essentially a smoothie out of there, which is fantastic. Jeez, but it, Yeah. I'm just, awesome. that's, that's all to say. We just have a lot going on there. It's, it's, it's a really fun time, something in there for everybody, board games, like I said, live music, and it's, just, it's, it's very cool. We do a lot of fundraisers, too, so we're bringing in all sorts of different groups. Yeah, it's, it's a cool time.
0: Congratulations to you, Nick, and the full um, Tilt Brewing team for this awesome, crushy win. Thank you. Let, thank you have the coolest tap room, especially everything that you just explained. It sounds like a really cool place to hang out, eat and drink, and I can see why over 300 judges from all around the world rank you guys so highly. Um, yeah, that's
2: awesome. We we just really, you know, it's crazy. We walk into that place when we, when we when we built it out back in 2018, and it's just it was an empty nothing. It was you know nothing there, and we really just took our experiences from drinking in bars and breweries all you know all across the area, our you know our entire adult lives, and try try to include some of our favorite things from everything. and And I really do think it, it came out pretty nice. It it really has something for everybody there.
0: That's awesome. As you may know, um, we're we're friends with Zane Lamprey as well. Yeah, yeah. And I know he's a super busy dude right now. Travels across the whole country, visiting 90 breweries through his hilarious uh, laughs and drafts comedy tour. And uh, if if you haven't checked it out, go to ZaneLamprey.com. Most of the shows that went on sale had sold out in minutes, but uh, chances are he's coming to a brewery near you. I know Jackie and I are going to get to see him locally in October. Awesome. So we're pumped for that. He mentioned when we had talked to him about a collaboration with Full Tilt Brewing, something like Snowcat Dry Hopped Pilsner.
2: Yeah, yeah. That was a fun one. Um, so we actually talked to Zane pre-COVID um, about having him at the brewery. Um, the, really the only reason that it didn't happen is because our brewery simply wasn't big enough for what he was trying to do, which we understand. He ended up going to a brewery. Um, it's, it's coming up so later this year. He's coming to Baltimore, a brewery called ministry of brewing, which is, um, it was an old church that they turned into a brewery. Um, so he's actually forming there cause it just had more capacity. Um, we're actually we bought a bunch of tickets on our own. So there's going to be a bunch of us from our brewery going to their brewery to watch Zane Lamprey. So um, it's it's all good. Um, yeah. But because yeah. we had been talking, yeah, you know, Zane, honestly, he was such a big part of our upbringing as brewers because we, we, while we were brewing and having these parties drinking our our home brewers before we ever came out, we were drinking or watching Drinking Made Easy and watching Three Sheets and and all that. And It was it, it was fantastic. It was one of our favorite thing to do. And actually. Um, when he came he did come to Baltimore one time to a bar called the horse you came in on and i i was actually in that episode At the very end you can barely see my arm but i did make it and he did so he was this is the funny part he was actually doing this thing where he would go to these different bars buy a bottle of liquor if you watch the episode and you know he'll tell you a password you can go to that bar and get a free shot on him well he brought out that bottle of liquor and didn't feel like waiting so he ended up pouring out the whole bottle to everybody in the bar. So I got one of those shots with him. And then, and, and, you know, years later, now we're, we're here connecting with him and we're gonna go see him live. And we did a collaboration with him. We're raising money for Barks. is a local nonprofit um, animal shelter. Um, so that was great. We, we work with them a lot and we're doing a yoga class coming up where they're bringing kittens in while you do yoga. Uh, but yeah, that, that's all to say. It's, it's great work with uh, Zane. He's doing a lot of things, man. He's such a hard worker, plus hilarious and plus... You know, him and his wife, Mel, raising a lot of good money for a lot of good causes. Yeah, they're amazing.
1: They, they do so much. Yeah. I mean, they're just incredible. Um, going Absolutely. off that riff about uh, your different brews and what's going on there, I saw some stuff that I, I, need, to, I need to know more about. Um, I know you guys have your classics, but I saw something about candy and ice cream, and I think there was something else <laughs> called sticky stuff. Um, sounds wild, but tell us more about that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of, a lot of cool stuff. So we, we opened up the brewery with a brewer and then we had to part ways with said brewer. And uh, the next guy we brought on um, really did a lot for us in terms of really changing up the game and uh, keeping up with the trends. Um, So he came on, man, I'm losing track of time. It's a year and a half, let's call it a year and a half or so ago. And we, so we launched this new series of beers basically during COVID uh, called Dan's Jams. And Dan's Jams is Sour Beers. Um, and uh, so my co-owner, my business partner is Dan, who is not a sour fan. He does not like sour beers. He has come to. But when we launched this uh, series, he did not. So we're, we're kind of taking jabs at him and making fun with him. You know, he's We did a caricature of him on the label. Every label, he's wearing a different um, 90s alternative shirt. <laughs> and now we've had to expand to different shirts because we're running out of bands. But in the upper left-hand corner, there's also like an inside joke where we're kind of making fun of them. Most people probably won't get the jokes, but we know. We're we're laughing at the jokes (laughs) in ourselves. But uh, we just launched this past weekend. We just launched four at one time. We did. I'm actually drinking one right now. It's uh, the Life's a Peach Ring. So we did that one with peach ring candies. We did another one with Sour Skittles. Another one with, oh man, I'm blanking right now. Um, well, so we, so did three candies and then we did a fourth one which which is the rocket pop popsicles. So the red, white, and blue popsicle.
0: You're covering all my food groups. You
2: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So we, we, we sometimes do these candies and sometimes do fruited and then sometimes we'll mix them up, but it's been really big for us. Um, in this, I don't, I, uh, to be honest, I'm not sure outside of this region where the rest of the country is with these, these fruited sours, but in, in this mid Atlantic area, they're pretty freaking huge, and I think we've been we've done pretty well at keeping up with with the uh, with the trends there. And they're very well received. They're actually canning more of each of those today. Um, oh, oh, the other one, um, the fourth one that I forgot there for a second was called a lemon stick. And now apparently, this is a big thing in Baltimore, and I've, I'm embarrassed to say that I had never had it and only recently found out that this was a Baltimore snack. But essentially, cut a lemon in half. And you eat the lemon with a peppermint stick. Like that that's apparently a thing. Oh. It's, it's called a lemon stick. I
0: literally just Googled it and it looks delicious. Yeah,
2: so yeah. So we, we did we did one of those with the lemonhead candies wow. and peppermint candies. And it, it turned out pretty well. It's not it's not nearly as sour as you might think, because the lemonhead candies themselves are not that sour. Mm-hmm. They're a little more sweet. And it turned out pretty great. So yeah, oh and then the sticky stuff, that one's gonna be fun. Um, I love, I love anytime we can go back and do a West coast IPA. Cause every, you know, everything now is these hazies and, and fruit and sours and whatever else. So me personally, I'm a big West coast IPA fan. And that's, that's kind of where our hops a cat is as a West coast. And anytime we can come up with a new version of a West coast, I'm, I'm all for it. And that's what this is. And so it's making fun of major league baseball in a way. Um, but tying in with our, one of our buddies, his name is Eno Saris. He was a guy back in 2019 that kind of really broke the story that pitchers were using something. They were using some kind of substance um, to enhance their abilities. And the reason he knew this is very nerdy, but very impressive. But they track everything now, all these stats. And he was looking at all the spin rates of the pitches of baseballs and noticing that across the board, the spin rates were picking up. And it was essentially saying, hey, this is not possible unless there's another factor here. And then, you know, fast forward to this this year, if you've seen it all, the um, pictures are getting popped left and right for this yeah, sticky for
1: stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and, and one of the products you can find is it's kind of hidden on the label. It's a spider image. Their logo is a spider. So we put that on the label. We put a caricature of Eno Saris on there breaking the story. <laughs> and it's just going to be very sticky, hoppy, dank West Coast IPA. Uh, and it's going to, if we're canning that this coming week, actually, when this, when this podcast airs, it will be this same week. Uh, So I'm very excited for that. That
1: sounds like one you have to enter. That's going to be a winner.
2: Absolutely.
0: Unbelievable. So uh, you guys are awesome. You're doing incredible, innovative stuff. Um, You touched upon it a little bit, but it seems like you guys are heavily involved with the community. You're doing a slew of events at the brewery. Like what's some of your flagship events?
2: Yeah, so man, we're we're trying to do a lot of things. So we're we we consider ourselves very fortunate to be in the in the neighborhood we we are in. Um, it's a it's an up up and coming neighborhood. It hasn't always been the best, but there's a lot of really good people and a lot of really good things going on around it. And we're just we're trying to give back in a, in a lot of ways the best that we can, because you know the, the the more that we can do that and build that neighborhood up. You know, in the end, honestly, it, it, we would hope it would come back. You know, the more people can spend time there, they can spend time at full tilt, and then when they spend time full tilt, they go out in the area. You know, it, again, I referenced Canton and Fell's Point earlier. Um, those neighborhoods are very bustling. There's a lot of kids, a lot of you know, drinking age people, but younger, like just milling around partying. It's not so much here um, where we are, so um, we're, we're trying to bring more of that into it. I'm not necessarily necessarily saying lower the drinking age or people the demographic is coming but i want when people do come i want there to be a lot more things to do um right now it's just us and one or two other restaurants in the area but that being said there's two other restaurants opening up down the street so we're hoping that it can kind of connect and and fill in the gaps of where things aren't right now so there's a lot of potential there so that all being said we actually on sunday every sunday morning um we have a local um christian non-denominational Christian church come in every Sunday morning Um, and they're based right down the street, but they're, they have their masses there every Sunday morning. Uh, We have a lot of collaborations coming up. The, the all time low is a bigger one. That's not, that's not a fundraiser per se, Um, but we do have a nine 11 um, beer release collaboration coming up. We're actually doing that on uh, Wednesday, September 8th. Um, And the beer is called Patriot Pilsner. And that one will raise money for um, the organization called hope and peace foundation. Um, they have a war, a 9/11 memorial already, but they're building a living classroom. And this living classroom has artifacts, or um, you know, pieces of the buildings from 9/11. They have plaques memorializing the 69 Marylanders that were killed either in the Twin Towers collapse or and or the uh, war in Afghanistan. Um, you know, following the the attack, and just a lot of things educating people on on this, this big, huge event that happened to our country 20 years ago. It's, it's unbelievable that it's been 20 years. Um, but then, um, so the very next day, September 9th, we're working with Gedco who is a local, um, nonprofit to us. It, it's, it's the same night as the NFL kickoff. So we're kind of tagging in with that and we're raising money for Gedco who helps, uh, lower privileged people find homes in Baltimore. Um, so that's a, it's a great cause. Uh, Rolling into October, October sixteenth, we're doing Pink and Blues, which is going to be an all-day music festival. We're going to raise money for cancer awareness, um, and then I mean, we just—it's just nonstop. We're just—we're trying to do as much as we can to work with these fundraisers and these these nonprofits wow. who just need a, a venue or, or or an avenue to get their the word out there, where otherwise they might not be heard. So good it's work awesome. out there, good work
1: yeah. you guys are doing. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing, Nick. I mean, you guys—you guys are on it. I also love how you. You tie in what you guys do with what's going on around you, which is which is super cool. Will you guys be at CBC this year?
2: We won't. Uh, I'm not going to get too into it and bring down the vibe, but uh, <laughs> the, the, the pandemic has not been very kind to us. Yep. We are very strapped for cash, so... Um, things like that um, just aren't in the budget right now. We're hoping that we can have a good fall and, and winter and rebound and be at CBC next year.
1: Awesome. Yeah. No, I know a lot of guys, there's a lot of priori- prioritization going on uh, coming out of last year and totally respect you guys for, you know, taking your brewery first. If you're attending the Craft Brewers Conference from September 9th to the 12th in Denver, Colorado, definitely come visit our booth. As Jim said, we're in the new Exhibitors Pavilion and booth number NE11. Uh, You'll see our Jumbo Crushy Trophy cutouts, which you're definitely going to want to make time to go take a picture near. A nice selfie shot there for social. Uh, We're also one of Hillebrand's partners for their I Struck Gold Expedition Trail, which is going to be super fun. Um, Stop by their booth to get your trail map, which shows everybody who's taken part. All of us will have a mini gold keg at our booth, which is cool. So look for those. Um, If you guys complete the trail... You could win a full one ounce of pure gold. That's a cool thing to come home with um, outside of all the liquid gold that you'll be consuming. Uh, Hillebrand's also giving away a lot of other cool stuff um, and all of our booths participating are going to be having a good time with this. So definitely stop by. Thank you, Nick. Um, We really appreciate your time today. It was awesome learning all about Full Tilt and congratulations on your crushy wins.
2: Thank you very much. We're pumped. We we're going to you're going to see it in a lot of Instagram and Facebook uh marketing coming up for sure. That that trophy is awesome. We are honored. We are pumped. Thank you guys so much for giving me the time today.
0: Thank you, Nick. Cheers.
2: Cheers.